0: Oh, come on, let's clap our hands and shout unto the Lord. Let's give Him glorious praise. Hallelujah Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. How many knows you serve a good God? How many knows you serve a great God? Worthy of our best praise. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Amen, amen. So good to be in the house of the Lord here tonight. Amen. to gather together. Amen. If you turn in your Bibles, the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse number 2, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 2, amen, I want to say a quick announcement. Um, As you can tell, the walls are starting to look a little whiter now. Brother Worley's come by, and they've been able to start painting over the walls, and so if you come in to pray, um, you'll notice that maybe the the, the paint might be a little wet, so just kind of stay back from it, and they'll put some signs up and different things like that. Uh, We just want to make it look as best as we can in Jesus' name. And so we appreciate that. And uh, also, um, with this revival coming up, each week we want to take out time to pray and to fast. And so what we're going to start doing is each Wednesday night, between tonight and next Wednesday, if you can fast at least one day or if maybe medically you're not able to do a full day at least one meal between this wednesday between right now and next wednesday can you lift up your hand we're going to do this each week one day one meal whatever you can do medically or you feel compelled to do maybe you want to do two days three days church i think we can have a mighty move of god jesus said that this kind cometh not out but by prayer and fasting and so we're gonna we're gonna really engage spiritually in prayer and in fasting throughout this revival. And so if you can immediately think of a day or think of a meal or think of a time where you can set aside and push away the plate as well as pray and seek the Lord, I believe God's going to bless it. Amen? Praise God. First Corinthians chapter 1, verse number 2. And then we're going to be going to Romans chapter 1, verse 7 just two verses in your hearing here tonight 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 2 the bible says Under the church of God which is at Corinth to them that are sanctified in Christ Jesus called to be saints with all that in every place call upon the name of the Lord Christ Lord Jesus Christ, our Lord, both theirs and ours, unto the church of God, which is at Corinth, to them that are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints. And just flip over uh, one book to Romans chapter 1 and verse 7. To all that be in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. To all that be in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints. And that's what I want to preach to us for a few moments here tonight about. Called to be saints. Called to be saints. Would you lift up your hands, set your Bibles down, and let's pray. I believe that the Lord wants to speak to each and every single one of us here tonight. God wants to minister grace to the hearers. Would you lift up your voice as we pray? Would you talk to the Lord? Hallelujah, Jesus. I pray, amen, for this calling and this election, God, that we have been granted and that we have been given. By heaven, Lord, that we would fulfill that calling, Jesus. Hallelujah. In this earth, God, hallelujah, we give you glory and honor and praise in the wonderful name of Jesus. Hallelujah. God bless you. You may be seated for a few moments here tonight. Amen. Called to be saints. In our modern society, people are quick to let you know, quote, I'm no saint, unquote. They are quick to remind you that they are flawed and they have fallen. And the way they see it, they are not in the ranks of the saintly. They look at the way the religions around the world have deified people and individuals as saints. Uh, most notably, the Catholic Church has called people saints. They have even taken them and they have uh, canonized them. Amen. They have made them uh, almost unattainable for the average man, for the average woman, for the average young person. This idea is, uh, is mostly unreachable for the masses. Only the select few are able to rise above the rest of us in the status quo to become saints, to become saint-like, to become uh, a greater and, and of somebody that we can all look towards and say that is what a saint is and what a saint should be those that do extraordinary selfless acts, those are the ones that we call saints, those that die in the faith, those that we have called elders on earth. We send them away to their heavenly reward and we acknowledge before the congregation that this individual was in fact a saint as if the act of death is what has made this individual a saint fortunately the bible gives provision for the rest of us it gives provisions for you and i to also be a saint of god and not just upon our death and upon our burial but god has given us some goal and a calling that is not unattainable. In fact, uh, it's more than attainable because our text declares to us uh, that it is in fact a calling of God for each and every one of us uh, to be a saint uh, of the Most High God. Somebody give God praise here this afternoon. Turn to your neighbor and tell him, I'm a saint. Turn to your other neighbor and tell them, I'm a saint. Uh, turn to your spouse and tell them, I'm a saint. Hallelujah. Now, they may not believe it about you, but you're a saint of God. Amen. It is our calling of God to be a saint. Saints of God are characterized by their faithfulness to the Lord. Saints of God are characterized by their endurance in the faith. Saints of God are, are defined to us uh, Amen. By their holy lifestyle, saints of the Most High God are declared and they are defined to us by their love one for another, as Jesus would say. And finally, saints of the Most High God are defined to us by their commitment to To reach a lost and a dying world that they might add one more saint's name that was once lost but now is found. That they might add one more name to the Lamb's book of life. I've come to remind us here tonight it's not a deep thought or a deep message. But it comes from the Holy Ghost in prayer that each and every one of us has a calling of God upon our life to be a saint. Hallelujah! And if we are called to be saints, I want to remind you that we are called to be faithful to the Lord. Since we are called to be saints, we are called to endure even the most tough situations that we might please him that has called us to be a soldier and a saint of the Lord. Since we are called to be saints, we are called to live our lives as wholly separate individuals, unto the Lord since we are saints we are called to love one another not just in word but indeed also Amen, preferring one another Amen, bearing one another's in their faults lifting one another up when they fall and yes because we are called to be saints we are called out into this dark world to pull people out of the fire to pull people out of the darkness that there might be more Saints in the church. Oh, somebody clap your hands and give him praise here tonight. Oh, come on, let's give him a shout of praise. I'm called to be a saint. How about you? I'm called to be a saint. How about you? Hallelujah. To truly understand our calling, we must understand what it means to be a saint. The word saint simply means a holy one or a called out one. You are a saint of God. Ephesians chapter 2 declares three areas in which God calls us out and God separates us. First, the Bible declares that God separates us as saints from our sins and from our trespasses. In order to be a saint of God, you need to let God wash you in his blood. Hallelujah. Amen. It's not by shaking the preacher's hand. Amen. It's not by writing a check. The way that you and I become a saint of God is we allow him to separate us from our sins and our trespasses. And the only way that happens is when we repent of our sins. We are baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission, the washing away of our sins and the infilling, the receiving of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of salvation speaking in other tongues uh, that's what it takes amen uh, to start the journey uh, to this this calling called sainthood you got to get saved you got to be separated from your sins and trespasses which means if we are to walk in our calling we cannot go back to the former things we cannot go back to the things that God has delivered us up out of hallelujah hallelujah Amen. We can't go back to Egypt when God just got us up out of Egypt. We can't go back to sin when God just delivered us from sin. Amen. God is not looking for revolving door Christians, but he's calling us to be saints that are steadfast and sure that when we enter the door of the kingdom, Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior, that we're not looking for a revolving door where we can be delivered today but lost tomorrow, saved today but back in the world tomorrow god is calling us out because he wants you and i to be a saint number two god separates us and calls his saints from the course of this world paul put it many different ways this present evil world john put it this way love not the world neither the things that are in the world If any man or woman love the world, the love of the Father is not in them. Paul put it this way, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Jesus put it this way, amen, don't be like a seed that is choked by the cares of this life and the deceitfulness of riches, amen, I've come to preach to somebody that in order to be a saint of God, we've got to step out of the flow of this world's river and out of the course of this world amen because they're not headed towards sainthood they're not headed in the direction God wants to take us we've got to step out of this present evil world we've got to step out of this culture and understand that God's calling us to a greater culture God's calling us to a greater purpose oh somebody clap your hands and give God some praise Hallelujah, the Bible speaks of a man by the name of Demas. He, Paul had lots of things to say about Demas. I'm sending you Demas. Demas is coming and he's going he's gonna to bless you and he's going to help you. But there comes a problem somewhere in Demas' life. The Bible records one of the saddest verses in the entire Bible when it says, Paul penning the words, Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world. Church, I've just come to remind you and I, amen, that we are called to be saints. Uh, and we cannot fall in love with this present evil world. Uh, We've got to stay in love with Jesus. I'll say it again, we've got to stay in love with Jesus. We've got to step out of the course of this world and recognize this earth is not our home. We are just passing through, and we're going to make heaven our home one day. And it's not about this world and earthly possessions or pursuits, but it's all about Jesus. Somebody lift up your hands here tonight. Oh, come on, let's pray. Come on, I want to be a saint of God. I want to be a saint of God. I don't want to be so in love with and intoxicated with sin or with this world, things that aren't necessarily sinful that I miss out on the greatest calling on this earth, and that's calling to be a saint of God. Hallelujah. The third area in which God delivers his saints up out of is the devil. The Bible actually records it as the prince of the power of the air. Amen. But this is all progressive. Because sins and trespasses and this love of the world leads us closer and closer to being in league with our enemy and our adversary that I preached about on Sunday. But in order to be a saint of God, we've got to recognize that we are not in an alliance with the enemy. Hallelujah. We don't need to sign any treaties or any deals with the adversary. The saints of God are soldiers. The saints of God are warriors. The saints of God, amen, they they don't accept any any decree from the adversary. The saints of God don't make any league, any come on, any union with the devil. The Bible says what communion has light with darkness? What communion has the church of God with idols? And what communion does Christ or the body of Christ have with Belial or the devil. I just want to remind you here today, we have nothing in common. As saints of the Most High God, we have nothing in common. Whatever you're spitting out of Hollywood, we have nothing in common. Whatever you're trying to propagate through social media, oh devil I want to let you know, the saints of God have nothing in common. Let it be not named once among the church of the living God. We've got nothing in common. Nothing in league. Nothing in United with the prince of the power of the air. Oh, somebody ought to give God praise here tonight. Come on, you're called, and I'm called to be a saint. We are called to be saints, and we cannot allow this world. We cannot allow sin to separate us, and we certainly can't allow our adversary or the battle, how tough it might be, to separate us from being saints of God. Being a saint of God, amen, you have to be delivered from those three areas to be a saint of God. If God has delivered you of those areas, congratulations, you're a saint of God. If God is currently delivering you of those areas, then you are becoming a saint of God. The beautiful thing is, is the saint of being a saint of God is not just a a, some some apex that you reach it's not just some destination being a saint of god is a calling being a saint of god is a journey being a saint of god is the greatest thing that you and i can be this side of heaven what's powerful though and let me give everybody some hope What's interesting is when Paul wrote this, he wrote this both to the Corinthian church called to be saints and to the Roman church. But let me focus in on the Corinthian church. He called them and let them know and reminded them at the opening of his text and the opening of his letter. Amen. When he is greeting the church, he reminds them that they have a calling of God, that they are called to be saints. And yet when you read First and Second Corinthians, you'll find a few things about the Corinthian church they were exhibiting a great deal of carnality they had fallen in so many ways they had fallen short and before he starts dealing with any issues of their character before he ever starts dealing with any of their flaws he wants to remind them of the ideal that God has for them that before we start dealing with where you messed up and where you failed I want to remind you Corinthian church in In spite of it all, you are still called uh, to be a saint uh, of the most high. Can I preach to every person that's ever made a mistake you are still called to be a saint of the most high God to everybody that's got condemnation barking as loud as it can in their ear you are still called to be a saint of the most high God to every person that the adversary is accusing you as a brother or as a sister in Christ I want to remind you that you are still called to be a saint of the most high God oh somebody ought to worship him for a few moments come on let's take a moment and give God praise in spite of what you've done or have not done I want to remind you you're still called of God too many people think that they have not attained sainthood so they stop trying but I want to remind you never stop trying to fulfill the calling of God to be a saint of the most high God God called them, and God declared them to be holy, amen, and they responded, but they have not yet fully conformed their lives to his superior and ideal standard, and just because you and I fall short of what God's ideal is, it doesn't mean that God's not calling you and I up to another level, hallelujah. Just because you failed one math test uh, doesn't mean they kicked you out of math class. Uh, They understand that part of failing the test, uh, amen, is a learning opportunity. uh, And God gives you and I an opportunity time and time again after every failure and after every mistake. Uh, He says, get up from this uh, and still be a saint of God. Get up from this uh, and move forward in your calling." I want you to notice the Corinthian church, he called them and said, You're called to be saints, in spite of the fact they'd allowed fornication to run rampant in the church, in spite of the fact things I can't even list over this pulpit for the sake of little ears, amen, that was running rampant in the church. And he still reminded them, You're called to be a saint of the Most High God, because God considers his people to be saints and considers them to be holy, not because of their position before God. Not because of their personal track record, but because of the fact of what he did on Calvary and what he did for you and I. Let me remind somebody that you and I were called to be saints of God, not because we had it all together. Uh, Paul wrote it this way just a few more verses later. uh, Speaking of the calling to be a saint of God in verse 26 and 27, uh, he said, You see your calling, brethren, uh, how that not many wise men after the flesh, uh, not many mighty, uh, not many noble are called, uh, but God has chosen the foolish things of this world uh, to confound the wise, uh, and God is chosen the weak things of this world uh, to confound the things uh, which are mighty. Uh, What he's telling them is you're called to be a saint uh, but don't ever get so lifted up uh, that you think you were called to be a saint because you had it all together. Uh, In fact, God called you and I uh, because he knew we did not have it all together Uh, and without the grace of God, uh, amen, there go I Uh, and if it wasn't for the blood of Jesus uh, not one of us would stand amen, flat footed in the church of God uh, and not one of us uh, would be able to make heaven our home. God called us anyways. Oh, somebody lift up your hands and magnify the Lord. Come on, let's pray. You're called to be a saint. You're called to be a saint. Oh, come on, somebody pray. But I don't have it all together, Pastor. You're still called to be a saint. But I just failed today. You're still called to be a saint. But but I just don't know if I, I have the right last name. You're still called to be a saint. Oh, somebody pray for just a few moments. Come on, let's just talk to Jesus for a moment. Just come to remind somebody you're called to be a saint. You're called to speak. We are all called to be a saint. Paul starts the letter to Rome and the letter to, to Corinth, reminding them of their calling. Because sometimes what we need is a good reminder of what God found us as and what he's calling us to be. Amen. Sometimes we just need a good reminder of where we came from. But we can't stay in that. You can't always just be reminded of where you came from. you got to be reminded of where you're supposed to go. Hallelujah. Let me just talk about that for a moment. If God pulled you up out of the world, don't ever forget it. If God put you in the church from the time you were born and you cried on a church pew, don't ever forget the grace of God. You've not had to endure what other people had to endure to get such a great salvation, and you ought to give God great praise for that. Amen. Somebody say amen. But also, don't forget where God is leading you and I. God's got a greater purpose and a greater plan for his church Amen. than just our starting point. God's got so much more for his people and he calls us. The Bible says he is the one that calls the things that are not as though they were. When God looked down from heaven, he saw you and I and he saw the building materials that he could use to build up his kingdom and build up his church. Amen. And you and I might have started off, amen, as the Bible declared, not many wise, not many noble. Maybe you didn't have have the right last name or the right background or maybe you didn't have the greatest start in life but yet you and I were still called to be saints of God because in spite of everything we did or did not come from God did not look at that and say that's why I'm calling you but God said I'm calling you because I've got a greater purpose for you and that's to be a saint Don't ever stop pressing uh, for the greatest calling uh, this side of heaven uh, to be a saint of the most high God. Don't ever get bored uh, with the greatest calling this side of heaven, uh, and that's to be the saint of the most high God. Don't ever allow yourself to get stagnant uh, or ungrateful with the greatest calling this side of heaven. Uh, Remind yourself, uh, I'm called to be a saint. Peter reminds us to stretch for the ideal when he tells them, uh, amen, that we are to give all diligence, uh, to move with haste, uh, to make our calling and election sure. Uh, How do we do that? Uh, We make sure we continue in the faith that we first received, uh, that we continue on the path. Uh, If God called me to be a saint, uh, I'm not settling for an ain't. Uh, If God called me to be something, I'm not settling for nothing. Uh, If God called me, uh, amen, to be anointed, I'm not gonna settle for just being talented. If God called me, amen, to move, amen, in faith, I'm not gonna settle by being moved by fear. I'm gonna press on, and I'm gonna make my calling and election sure because as sure as somebody's called to be a missionary, as sure as somebody's called to be an evangelist, as sure as somebody's called to be a pastor, as as sure as somebody's called to be an apostle, as sure as somebody's called to be a prophet as sure as somebody's called to be a teacher i want to remind us that every person from the pulpit to the pew has a calling we've got to make sure and we got to put it like a nail into a beam that it doesn't shake it doesn't waver it doesn't move everybody is called to be a saint somebody lift up your hands and magnify the lord Come on, solidify it. I'm called to be a saint. I'm called to be a saint. I'm going to hammer it into the wall of eternity. I'm called to be a saint of God. The greatest calling in life is to be a saint of God. We must all start at that journey of becoming a saint of God. And we never graduate from it. We must start off our journey to be a saint of God. And we must die in that journey of becoming a saint of God. We must start as a saint of God, and we must finish as a saint of God. Even if along the way you or I hold other gifts, other callings, or other anointings, or other titles. We want to remind ourselves, as Paul reminded the church, that lacked in no spiritual gift. That was more gifted than every other church. That was more blessed than any other church. He wanted to remind them before we start talking about those. Uh, that have the gift of healing or the gift of prophecy. I want to remind every person in the Corinthian church uh, that you have one calling uh, that is premier. Uh, you have one calling that, that supersedes them all. You and I are called to be saints of God first. The Bible declares to us that David was king. David was king and he sat on a throne. Amen. Amen. And, and, and I don't have time to go through the whole story, but David sinned with Bathsheba because he didn't go to war. That was what he was called to do. He was called to fight for the people and fight for the nation. Amen. God didn't call him because he was like Saul, head and shoulders above all. He did not. God did not call him because he was the most talented warrior. For the Bible declares he did not even ever have any war experience. Amen. God called David because when he was on the backside of a mountain, amen, he was defending the sheep that his father entrusted to him. And after David had sinned with Bathsheba for one year, he didn't talk to God. For one year, he didn't pray. For one year, he didn't have a connection with God. Amen. But God sent him a preacher. God sent him a prophet by the name of Nathaniel. And he did not tell him a story about a mighty king. He He did not tell him a story about a potentate. He did not tell him a story, amen, that he could relate to while sitting on his comfy throne. But when he told David a story, he went all the way back to his youth and told him a story of being a shepherd and talking about a little lamb and a little sheep and something for the first time in one year stirred up in David's heart. And he was reminded, I'm called to be a shepherd. I'm called to be a shepherd. I just came to preach to us on a Wednesday night. You might be king here tonight. You might be potentate of your life. But before you ever get to that, can Nathaniel the prophet stand up and tell you, amen, that you're supposed to be a saint of God. You're called to be a saint of God before you ever sit on a throne, before you ever fight a battle. You and I are still called to be saints. let's stand across the building and lift up our hands. Come on, let's pray. Before I'm pastor, I'm saint. Before I'm evangelist, I'm saint. Amen. Before before you ever hold another title as husband or wife, you are saint. Before you hold a title of child, you are child of God, saint. Before you and I ever hold an organizational license, we are saint. Before we ever are affiliated in any way, we are saint. Before you're an employee, you're saint. Before you're a business owner, you're a saint. Before, come on somebody, I've come to preach to us, we're called to be be saved somebody pray in this house come on don't get bored with the calling to be a saint Come on, I know other people can fight the battle for you, but don't ever get comfortable in your castle and forget that you're a shepherd. Don't ever get comfortable in your castle and forget that your job's to defend the sheep. Don't ever get comfortable in your castle and forget the fact that God called you and I to be a saint. Amen. In His most holy army. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. I just came to preach a simple thought. Before we're anything, we're called to be saints. And it's a great calling. It's a beautiful calling. But we've got to attain it. We've got to strive for it. As Peter said, we've got to make it sure. There's too many folks, their calling to be a saint is wavering. It's not been grounded. It's like a man that built his house on the sand. They're here today, but when the wind blows, they're gone tomorrow. But somebody that's made their calling and election sure is that which is dug down to the foundation. You ever have a loose board? You gotta take a nail. Got to hammer it down. There's areas of our life that when we realize we're called to be saints, we don't graduate from. That. I stand here preaching to you tonight, but I didn't come to preach tonight as pastor. In fact, you can change the title if you want. Instead of pastorhood, he'd be sainthood. But don't make a holiday out of it. I didn't come to preach to you tonight as your pastor. I just want to remind you, I'm a saint of God. Now, I feel very blessed for the opportunity that while being a saint of God, I also get to serve as pastor. I, 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 I feel like Paul, I mean, goodness sakes, what did I do to deserve it? Nothing. But you have to be a saint first. In church, we're not looking to build a congregation full of saints. That doesn't mean we don't have people come from all walks of life. God's called us to build saints, right? And with that great calling, it's a great task. It's very difficult because all of us have inconsistencies. All of us have challenges and struggles that the other person knows nothing about. But each of us has a responsibility to fulfill our calling to be a saint. Paul begs the church in Ephesians chapter 4 when he says, I beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation or the calling wherewith you are called. This is before he talks about apostles. This is before he talks about prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. He hasn't even gotten into the church government and church leadership. He's going all the way back and talking to them about being a saint. With all lowliness and meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another in love because as hard as you're trying to be a saint, the person next to you is too. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace now this will make a lot more sense to some folks for there is one body and one spirit even as you are called in one hope of your calling. what calling the calling to be a saint of god one lord one faith one baptism one god and father of all who is above all through all and in you all Paul reminds us in Second Thessalonians, chapter one, a man that. God shall be glorified, uh, not by the world, uh, not, by, not by sin, not by the devil, but he shall be glorified uh, by his saints, which means uh, there will be people when he comes back uh, that are still striving uh, and trying to attain uh, to the greatest calling on earth, uh, and that's the calling to be a saint uh, of the Most High God. Before you or I or anything, we are a saint. Somebody lift up your hands and let's pray. I want to glorify God as a saint. I want to glorify God as a saint. Jesus, when you come back, I want you to come back for the saint that gives you glory. I want you to come back for a saint that you could be proud of. I want you to come back for a saint that's not afraid to worship. I want you to come back for a saint that's not afraid, amen, to tell others about you. I want to come back. I want you to come back and be glorified in a saint that has given their all to the kingdom of God. Somebody pray. We must all make our calling and election as a saint of God sure. We've got to cement it down. We've got to nail it down. We've got to hammer it down until we know without a shadow of a doubt. Amen. My sainthood is not wavering any longer. I'm a saint. I've been called to be a saint. I might struggle, but I'm still a saint. I might fail from time to time, but I'm still a saint. I'm coming back every week because I'm a saint of God. I'm showing up because I'm a saint of God. I'm going to worship because I'm a saint of God. said this before but I think it's so important to this message if you were the only saint in Apostolic Revival Center what kind of church would we have because we can't be like David somebody else will fight the battle my pastor always told us young ministers be the kind of saint you wish to have one day didn't always live up to it but I sure tried we must all strive in our calling. I'm still striving. God, help me to be, a, be the best saint of God I can be. I'm not trying to compete with anybody else. I'm not trying to compare myself amongst myself, but God, if there's more that you have in me, God, as a saint, would you help me to pull it out? God, would you pull it out of me and help me to lift it up as a sacrifice to heaven? Uh, even if there's an area of my life where maybe I've not made that calling sure and maybe I, I'm, I'm a little bit like shifting sand or maybe I, I, I'm like a vessel that's got a hole in it and I'm leaking out water, God, would you show it to me because I want to make my calling and election as a saint of God sure because the saints uh, that are strong uh, build a strong church Uh, the churches that got strong saints uh, have strong revival the churches that got strong saints uh, win their city to the Lord let's lift up our hands I'm done speaking I'm done preaching. Again, I'm with you in this. I'm preaching to all of us, myself included. Don't forget that you and I were called to be a saint. Tonight I want to invite you down to this altar. We're all going to have a time of prayer. We're going to have a time of reflection. God, if there's any area where maybe I I need to be a little more of a saint, would you help me, God? If there's an area I need to hammer down, would you help me, Jesus? I want to be a saint that can glorify God. Come on, let's pray. This is a wonderful opportunity to say, God, I see my calling. I see my calling, Lord, and I want to solidify my calling. I see what you've anointed me to be and anointed me to do, and I'm going to make my calling sure. I want to be an example to the believers in word and in deed. I want to show myself to, have, to be a saint of God, not as if though I've got it all figured out or apprehended, but I am apprehended of one thing, that I strive towards the mark of the high calling. What calling? The calling to be a saint. Come on, before you're a singer, you're a saint. Before you're an usher, you're a saint. Before you're a musician, you're a saint. Before you are a, come on, before you are a a church member, you are a saint. Come on, I'm called to be a saint. I'm called to be a saint. I'm called to be a saint. And I'm going to reach for it. I'm going to strive for it. Come on, let's pray all across the building. young man young lady before you ever become anything else in God you got to start as being a saint of God come on husband come on wife come on child of God you are called we are called to be a saint of God come on Sunday school teacher you are called and we are called to be a saint of the Lord Come on, church, let's pray for a few more moments. Let's pray. Press towards your calling. Press towards your calling. feel the Holy Ghost in this house. You are are called to be a saint. We are called to be saints. Saints of God. Hallelujah. I'm glad to be listed in that number amongst you to be a saint of God. Let me talk to somebody for just a moment. I'm not speaking to you as pastor. I'm speaking to you as a saint. Speaking to you tonight as a saint. If I were to be honest and transparent with you as I'm trying to be right now, my most unfulfilling times of being in the church or living for God is when I fulfilled other titles and other positions, but I failed to fulfill my calling as a saint. Hey, I, you, I didn't just preach in the choir. I was in the choir. And man, I know what it is to sing in the choir. Lead worship. I wasn't a very good singer. Man, I know what it is to usher, teach Sunday school, having never taught it before or been to it in my life. I know what it is to preach, to lead youth. Showing up sometimes to an event nobody showed up to. And in some of those moments, doing all these activities, giving all my gifts and talents, I even know what it is to get up and preach and know that there's a greater calling that sometimes we allow to move to the background as if I've graduated from it. But the most fulfilling times of my life was when I recognized I'm still called to be a saint. I preach this to unite from experience, having gone and multiple times reminded myself, "You are called to be a saint of God." I don't read the Bible because I got to preach to you every week. I do it because I'm a saint. I don't pray because I got to check it off my list. Sometimes we got to be reminded of the why. I do it because I'm a saint of God. I give not because I have to or because I've heard the greatest teachings and sermons on it, although I probably have. I do it because I'm a saint of God. I worship not because I like the beat or the music. I do it because I'm a saint of God. I tell others about Jesus. Not because I, I, I've got something in, uh, in the game or, 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 or because others might see that I've done it. I do it because I'm a saint of God and saints of God make saints of God. Church, we are called to be saints of God. Would you lift up your hands and let's pray. For a few more moments. Maybe you're feeling unfulfilled in certain areas. But I want to encourage you to go back. As he told the church in Revelations, go back and do the first works. What were the first works before you had a title, before you had a name, before anything else, before you had tenure in the church, before you had uh, a- any friends in the church, before you ever, amen, got established in the church, before all those different things, uh, you and I were called of God to be saints of God. Uh, and it's from that calling uh, that every other calling manifested itself. Uh, just like David, uh, I might be king today, but I'm still a shepherd. Uh, I might be I might be on a throne, but in my heart, I'm still on the backside of a mountain with a shepherd's crook in my hand. Amen. You might be serving in a certain capacity, but don't ever forget your calling. You're called, and I'm called, and we're called to be a saint of God. Paul, put it this way. I press towards the mark of the high calling that is in Christ Jesus. What is a man that's been an apostle, a missionary, been beaten and stoned, left for dead, left in shipwrecks, been in the sea a couple nights? What does a guy like that have left to attain for? He never forgot, I'm reaching towards the mark of my calling to be a saint. Father, we love you. We thank you here tonight. Thank you for your word. Thank you for giving me this word here tonight to bless each and every one of us. God, I'm praying, Lord, that you would use this as a reminder to all of us to never forget the most important things, that we are called to be saints of God. And whatever it takes, Lord, to be a saint of God that would give you glory, Jesus, that's what I want to be. I want to be what you've called me to be, Lord. I'll press towards it. Might be hard days, might be tough times. But Jesus, I know that I'm called to be a saint of the most high God. And it's the greatest calling this side of heaven. I give you praise and glory and honor in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. God bless you. Shake hands, be friendly, love one another. Let's not forget, we have outreach if you can make it and prayer, and or prayer. Whatever you can make it to, we want you to be there. Please, let's come and let's reach out to somebody. Let's tell somebody about Jesus.